Hello and welcome to the QMC Politics Podcast. My name is Kieran and I'll be talking to you about the US midterm elections along with my co-hosts here. So Josh, can you tell us about what the US midterms are? The US midterms are a form of general election that takes place roughly in the middle of a president's four-year term. The significance of this of this was that all seats in the House of Representatives and a third of the seats in the US Senate were up for grabs. Okay, but what is the Senate? So the Senate is the uh, one of the two uh, of the chambers. It's the slightly more sort of powerful right, of yeah. the two. Um, however, it does have significantly less uh, senators uh, or, or members mm. in this case. Isn't it? So, what is the other of the two of the two chambers? The other chamber is the House of Representatives, and these are around four hundred members who represent various different constituencies across the USA. Alright, okay. Um, uh, are these constituencies the states then? These are subsections within the states, so they're divided up to right. represent roughly the same number of people across each state. Okay. Okay, cool. Okay, but Josh, um, can you tell, well, myself and the listeners, what were the like major wins of the midterm? Well, there's only one major significant win being that Pennsylvania was flipped from Republican to Democrat. However, for the Democrat Party, this whole election could be seen as a win uh, because they didn't lose as many seats as they were expecting to lose because usually the incumbent party loses a lot of seats during the midterm. Sorry, what does that word mean? Incumbent. Mm. It's the one that's currently in power. Okay, so you're saying it's um, typical... So it's kind of Democrats with uh, Biden. Um, that would have been typical for the Democrats to lose a lot of seats yes. around the midterms. Okay, um, and so you're saying it was surprising that they didn't lose as many? Well, yes, people were expecting what was called the red wave or red tsunami even because mm. they expected that the Democrats just would lose a lot of seats. Um, the Harvard Political Review uh, predicted that both Georgia and Nevada would go to the Republicans which they didn't. Right. And so you mentioned Pennsylvania. Is that right? Yeah. Um, now, what was... Is there anything significant about Pennsylvania? Is it typically a Democrat or typically a Republican state? It's... Well, it's a swing state, right. so it can go either way. It's one of the ones that's very important for elections, like Florida, mm. usually. Okay. That's cool. Um, right, but why did the states vote in this way? Um, Brendan, I'm sure you've got something to say on that. So, in, at the end of last year, 2022, there was a lot of controversy over the overturning of the Roe v. Wade case, which effectively enabled states to ban abortion, didn't protect it anymore mm. uh, within the Constitution. So, a lot of people turned out to vote Democrat in sort of unseen numbers in order to safeguard uh, the right to have an abortion, which was also on the agenda for a lot of states. So, for example, one of the highest number of young voter turnouts in the last few, centru- last few centuries of the American midterms only topped by four years ago when it topped about 30% of the 18 to 29 age group demographic. But 2022 saw 27% turnout, which was an, one of the all-time highs. So that really does show how important the youth's vote is, um, especially regarding these more nuanced matters. Yeah. Okay, cool. 
Um, were there any other trends noticeable? I mean, you mentioned about um, abortion, of course, and it's a very polarizing topic in the US at the moment. But, um, well, was there anything else that persuaded or pushed these states towards either side? Yeah, of course, as well, you have to bear in mind still the war in Ukraine, uh, the Russian war of aggression in Ukraine that's gone on for over a year now, which has led to global inflation and you know, prices of living skyrocketing everywhere. Uh, and that's quite prevalent in the US as well, and a lot of people are quite concerned about that, especially in the 30 to 44 age group demographic, mm. who say that that was their main reason for going out to vote in the midterms. Okay. That's interesting. Definitely. Um, now, I know that uh, more rural areas of the US are typically Republican. Now, has uh, has this changed anything with the war and, why? while I doubt um, the overturning of Roe v. Wade would have changed anything, I mean, please do tell us. Uh, I mean, typically rural areas in the US are a lot more religious, especially in the Midwest and the Deep South, or quite traditionally uh, churchgoers. And of course, uh, and traditionally abortion is quite frowned upon within religion, and so they tend to remain more Republican because Republicans are quite conservative. A lot of them are religiously driven. Mm. So it's a big pull for them. No, definitely. Um, as I've seen, East, uh, in the more southern states, you have these like mega churches. really shows the prevalence of religion in the US still. Um, you mentioned young voters. Is that a trend we can expect to see continue on to the future? Or do you reckon it was a one-time thing because of the overturning of Roe versus Wade? I think a lot of, sort of media studies and polls would indicate that in the next few decades, America is going to take a very big swing left towards the more democratic side mm. because a lot of younger people value you know, personal liberties and things that are sort of more oppressed by the traditional right-wing conservatism that the Republicans hold dear and that their older, more likely to vote age groups like 65 plus is very staunchly Republican and they're more likely to turn out to vote, then as they all start to die off, you will see a gradual shift towards the left. Uh, earlier, Josh, you mentioned the Georgia runoff. Um, Joe, I know you've been speaking about that before. Uh, can you talk us through it, please? Yeah, so the... Overall, the Senate went 51 to the, Repu to the Democrats and 49 to the Republicans. And there was one quite interesting state in all of that. So Georgia, seeing as that state actually went, off to, a, went to a runoff in December. Uh, what is a runoff? So a runoff is where if one candidate doesn't get a majority of the votes, mm. what they do is they eliminate all other candidates and then the two two candidates then go head to head in an election in a separate election. Right. Okay. Um, okay. So can you uh, talk to me about the runoff election in Georgia? Yeah. So in Georgia, there were two main candidates: Raphael Warnock, the Democrat right. candidate, and Herschel Walker, the Republican candidate. In the first round, neither candidate candidate got fifty percent of the vote. Um, Raphael Warnock got forty nine. 0.4% of the vote and Herschel Walker got 48.5% of the vote and it went to a runoff. And ah. in the runoff, um, Raphael Warnock won the incumbent, he got 51.4% of the vote and Herschel Walker actually only increased his share of the vote by 0.1%, getting 48.6% of the vote. Okay.
Thank you. Um, but Joe, can you tell me about the significance of the runoff? Yes. So it gave the Democrats an out- outright majority. This is important as usually the House is split 50-50. However, them winning this runoff gave them a, gave them one plus seat, so it went 50-49, which means it makes it a little bit easier for the Democrats to get legislation passed through in the House. The media in the US is very polarised. Um, what was the Democrat-leaning media's reaction? Democrat-leaning uh, publications placed importance in the lack of red wave, uh, though the damage to the Republican Party was perhaps a bit too overemphasised, as they did still end up winning the House. A CNN opinion piece by Richard Gallant did claim that abortion rights and threats to democracy were driving factors for the Democrat victory also saying that results showed Biden was a stronger leader than many had assumed. And Josh, what about the Republican media? Well, Tucker Carlson uh, wrote an opinion piece stating that the Democrat-aligned media uh, was to blame for um, the Republican effectively loss in the midterms. Additionally, an opinion piece in Fox News by the chairwoman of the Republican National Committee stated that the Republican Party must be united for 2024, emphasising the importance of minority votes, some of which increased during the midterms. Um, could you just explain, for anyone listening, what the significance of a minority vote is? Well, it's uh, like ethnic minority groups. Um. So, Aaron, recently a familiar face in American politics has returned under the spotlight, um, quite apt for his past. Can you tell us more about that, please? Uh, yeah, Donald Trump made his return by... Uh, endorsing a, a bunch of candidates and uh, coming out with the quote, uh, uh, if they win, uh, it, it's all to do with me, but if they lose, it's got nothing to do with me, which I thought was quite quite interesting for him to, to say. You don't endorse a candidate unless you think they're going to win. Mm. So why say that? I think that's really sort of difficult to understand. No, it is, certainly. Um, who was he endorsing this election? That's a great question. There's a number of candidates, uh, including uh, Herschel Walker and Dr. Oz Meme. Uh, a character that he did not endorse, however, was the Republican candidate Santos. Uh, what's his first name? Rob. Ron, Ron DeSantis. Ron, Ron, Ron DeSantis, thank you. Uh, Ron DeSantis, who is... Uh, becoming quite popular amongst Republicans. Uh, he won in, in his election uh, and is being sort of positioned by the Republican Party as a potential replacement uh, as a candidate for the president uh, in 2024. I think this is quite significant because a lot of the candidates that Trump did endorse ended up losing, um, which almost made a, a bit of a statement to the country that American politics has moved on. Hmm. The American people aren't happy with the events of January 6th. I mean, that was an outright attack on democracy. That march on the Capitol was something that we haven't seen in the masses of since the American Civil War. And I think it's it, it's a big statement that, that Trump isn't valid anymore. He's not, he's not relevant in American politics and, and the system's moving forward. But Aaron, do you think uh, one of the main reasons Herschel Walker lost the election in Georgia was due to Trump's support? 
Uh, maybe not. Uh, you could put it down to his opponent uh, being particularly popular in the area. Um, but I, I think Trump's endorsement has a chance to be argued that, that it was a, a factor, of course. Mm. Um, what is interesting is since the midterms, of course, we've seen uh, classified documents seized from the Mar-a-Lago residence of, of Donald Trump. Well, uh, thank you very much, Aaron, for that. Um, that'll be all for today's episode, and I wish you all well.